So this one, uh, for whatever reason, I didn't watch for a long time. And I didn't really... I mean, I heard good things about it, but I didn't really, like, look into what really the plot was or how this was connected to the movie or the comic books anyway. Um, I saw the Watchmen movie in theaters when it came out uh, without knowing anything about the comic book. Um, And I think we went to, like, a midnight release or something when it came out, and my friends seemed to, to not like it because it wasn't like a traditional superhero movie it wasn't like the spider-man or the x-men or whatever was coming out at that time um it was a very like dark movie and it was more it wasn't like just action it was like more about like you know about society and stuff so maybe that's why they didn't like it um i wasn't like the biggest fan of it but i liked um components of it and that one took place like the main story takes place like in the 80s I think and then they kind of flash back and forth between that and like the 1940s and 1950s where like there was kind of like two generations of of this like superhero team and it's kind of like an odd team they're not really I guess a team because there's one guy who's kind of like Batman he's the owl guy and um, there's, um, a few other people who are, but who have, like, like, a lot of powers, if any, but then there's Dr. Manhattan, which is basically, like, he's, like, more powerful than, than Superman, he's basically, like, a god, he can, you know, create, or destroy, basically, matter around him, he's pretty much immortal, um, and at the end of the Washington movie, the whole, like, gist of that was that the war, uh, the world is about the nuke itself and caused World War Three, and so to prevent, to prevent World War Three, one of the characters, um, thought of a plan to sort of, I think it was like some sort of reactor or something, but he, he detonates this device and kills like millions of people in New York City, and because this huge loss of life, the the armies of the world stand down and, you know, this treaty is signed or whatever. Um, and of course that causes conflict within the group because now they have to live with this, you know, knowing that they killed all these people, um, to save the world, but you can't go the rest of your life knowing you killed all these people. Um, cause you yourself are now a mass murderer or, you know, part of it. Um, so something similar happens in this Watchmen HBO show, um, like, New York is still attacked, it's still used to end World War III, but they don't use a reactor, they use, or whatever they use, they use something else, um, and so I was kind of waiting for that to tie in with the rest of, or tie in from the movie to the show, because, um, I was kind of confused, because every other thing matches up. Uh, except that one detail. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there was a bunch of other things that didn't match up. Um, but that was one obvious thing that I remember from the movie that wasn't present in uh, the show. Uh, now, the show takes place in modern time. It takes place in 2019. Um, and so there are still characters from the uh, movie that are in the show kind of playing, you know, different 
different roles, different capacities. Um, but what's great about this show is that it, like, you care about every character in the show, and you care about every episode. There was not one episode, nine of them, I think. Um, there wasn't one episode that went by where I thought, geez, that was boring, or nothing happened, or that was just a setup episode to explain some stuff. No, every single episode of this show is worth your time. Um, there's great action scenes, there's great, um, like, mystery themes, there's, like, a constant, the story is constantly being developed, and you constantly are, are wanting more in the next episode. Um, I was very impressed with that, because they, because kind of like the movie, they bounce back between different time periods, they go from, like, the 1920s, the 19... Uh, 40s, the 1980s to um, to present days. They're going through all these different time periods, and there's all these different characters and all these different locations that don't always uh, match up for a while. Um, but there's one character in particular who kind of is set off in this kind of like castle environment, and for a while you're kind of like, okay, how is this? What does this mean? What is the point of this? And then eventually, you know, you know by Game of Thrones, these separate stories eventually, you know, start to have more interconnection to each other. Um, but the, the music is good in this show, all the acting is good in this show, um, and again, like, every character, that, like, there's not a character on, you're introduced to, where you're like, oh, as soon as this character's scenes come up, or, oh god, this character has a whole episode to themselves, like, you always are enjoying what you're seeing on screen. Um, now this show, I don't know if there's going to be a season two. Um, if there is, that'd be great, but it's kind of one of the rare times where the end of season one wraps up, like, it wraps up pretty perfectly, like, it, it ends with no real need to do anything else, like, they have kind of completed it, whatever story they were telling, Psycho was done, and if they want to do something else with it, go ahead. I think it would be good, but I think it's one of those things where it's like you can just leave it alone, and it would be this this nine episode, like many series, um, would be the solid solid thing to just you know have have one season and be done with it, um, because another show on HBO. Uh, I hate to say it, but Westworld has been kind of bugging me lately, and I'll eventually talk about that whenever that show um, wraps up, but that's a show that kind of bugs me, because the first season was so cool, um, because it mixed like the Western and sci-fi like so well, and at the time, like when Game of Thrones was going on, I looked forward to that as much as I was looking forward to Westworld because that first season was just, it was so cool. It had Anthony Hopkins and stuff in it, and I just liked the story they were trying to tell. Um, and the second season of that show was, was pretty good, but it was just, um, it was just confusing as far as the timelines they were trying to tell. And it, by the end, you didn't know what was going on, um, and so far in this third season, I'm not too 
liking it. But I'll talk about all those things um, later on because that's not what this is about. Um, but but yeah, I was just shocked watching this show. How many times like I would. I think I watched like an episode a day and there was so many times in the episode it ended it would hit you so hard like man that was like in that hour that really like delivered on on everything like it it, it felt like you you know watched like a movie or, or whatever like it just it, the episode felt like so it was so well done um and it's just that, that was so rare just to be able to watch an episode and know that not know but just like just be, keep being surprised like wow they did such a good job that every episode I'm enjoying there was a one episode that I was felt like that I can't remember that like let me down or was or was boring to watch um um there's a few things that maybe don't necessarily makes sense but I mean it's not it's not important to be kind of nitpicky to um to get into all this stuff especially when the show deals with like a character that can like see through the past and future and can manipulate matter and it's you know it's not shouldn't get too nitpicky on details um the show does deal a lot with um um Racism, because um, and like white supremacy is like a big, big theme in the show. Um, so there might be some sort of um, it might be like difficult for some people to watch as far as like that goes. Um, but it is it is you know it is done well. It's done you know it's done in a way where like it hits you hard and you, you want to see like the change in, in things. And, um, what's weird is like in the show, the, it starts out the police officer and he's covering his, his face to conceal his identity because in the show, um, like all police officers in, in uniform cover their faces and detectives, um, kind of wear like sort of like a vigilante costume like they still hide their identity because in the show um once like these uh like gang of people figured out where cops live they would go and hunt them or those at night or whatever um so now like all police are are disguised who they are um and so they're kind of you know as what like a Batman or or somebody would do, they would hide their face to conceal their identity, and so that's sort of an odd thing because you never see that in anything else. The the um, the superhero, the vigilante, is always the one with the hidden identity, and the the police and law enforcement are always the ones you know are supposed to be like the friendly face of the neighborhood. But if everybody's covering their face. Um, everyone's wearing a mask or a hood or, you know, it's kind of hard to tell who's the, you know, who's the good guy, who's the bad guy, because everybody's covering their face. Everyone's not really giving their identity away. Um, and so that was kind of a cool, um, concept to introduce, um, 
that is the, you know, is this a kind of unique thing? Um, and it's kind of an odd thing, too, because, like, in the, in the opening, the, the cop, like, is, he pulls over somebody, he has to get permission to release his firearm from his car. He doesn't have it on his body, which is crazy to think that, like, they would get to a point where police officers would have to, like, get permission to unlock their firearm in order to use it. Um, just because, you know, in today's age, like, law enforcement is so under uh, the public eye with cell phones and security cameras and body cams. Like, everything they do is recorded. And so if they make a mistake, like, they fire too soon or they fire too late, it's all caught on camera. And of course, they're making split-second decisions, but to think that a police officer would have to request access, like, call back on the station saying, like, I need to use my gun and walk my gun, um, suspect, you know, maybe carrying a weapon. Like, it would just be crazy because they, by the time they, they would call in for that, it would be too late. Um, so, so right off the back, the first scene of this show just presents a very unique setting. Um... Actually, it's not the first first scene, but in the first couple of scenes of the episode, um, the very, very first scene is kind of hard to watch. Um, But I kind of want to go back and watch watch a movie now just to see, like, how the rest of it looks compared to the show. Um, Because, like, there's certain locations or characters, you know, that are in both the show and the movie that I'd want to see. Um, again. Um, but yeah, like, every episode was great, and the season wrapped up pretty perfectly, if not perfectly, so if they don't make another one, then hats off to the whole team that put this together, because I thought they did a hell of a job. 